across the world. 24 hours a day. This is Radio International. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. We are the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. And Indeed. we're dead good. We've even got a film festival. Yep. And binders. You've got binders flying out. But I'm not... I'm That's because you've been throwing about the window, but... I'm, I won't be mentioning binders after this. I, uh, I, I learned my lesson last week. <clears throat> there were a lot of emails I didn't read out last week. <laughs> it, it it was quite incessant. I got the message. It's yeah. understood. I was a bit uh, put out actually because I was I was as you know working yep. on on getting them on sale while you were doing the show last week with Chris. That's why the conversation began. Yeah, because and... I was going, oh, Martin's upstairs. He's doing that while we're trying to do the show, and it's binders and blah blah blah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and we've had. All these orders through with these odd codes. Yeah, well, what's you, this? What's all this about? Right. Well, we. I didn't think about the discount code before we went on there, so I had to think of of something quick, immediate that we could just throw out there, and and Martin sweaty bollocks. Yeah, but thought, not with an X though. No, no. I we was, should uh, be fine with that then. I thought people were getting personal, but we didn't get. A, we didn't put the apostrophe in either. No, well, I don't think that really can. I know you don't have them in discount codes, do you? We found that out. <clears throat> yeah, I'll be honest. Nobody's used your code yet. <laughs> now, if you want to buy binders from Starburst magazine, you go onto the website, go to the store, buy a binder, stick your Starburst magazine in it. All of them, you can collect them that way and use use martin's martin's sweaty bollocks to get yourself a cheap discount you know there's so many people who'd like that 20 percent cheap as cheap as anything really it's cheap yeah, as yeah, chips. knocks knocks the price if you, right if down. you go to someone who sells really expensive chips but. yeah indeed yeah <laughs> so what well, what's been going on then i mean uh we've this weekend we've had doctor who back yes 
So we've been to see Venom. We've we, got loads of news. We've got a magazine on sale. We have. Why, why don't we deal with that first? What's, yes. what's in Starburst that's currently on sale? And by the way, is our best-selling issue of the year. Yes, so far. Why is that? So why far. is that? I think people are looking forward to Halloween. Oh, I see. The, is that the, it? The film, not the season. Oh, right. They're probably looking forward to both. Yeah. Michael Myers, eh? Who'd have thought? Yep. You stick him on the cover. And Flies it's, out. It's going well. Flies out. So, yeah. what's in the issue then? Other than Halloween, there's other stuff, isn't there? There is. There's an interview with the... Uh, oh, it's the director of Climax, Gasper. Gasper Noah? Yeah. Him? Him. Blimey. Yeah. And uh, No wonder it's flying out. <laughs> there's all sorts in it. Massive history of Halloween, part one. Yeah. Because Part we, two's in the next issue. It is, which yeah. we just finished this morning. <clears throat> Can we tell them what the next issue's all about? No. Just as a teaser. No. No, we haven't got time, have we? No. We haven't. Let let them wait with bated breath. Indeed. They can be they can be buying a binder ready for it. Indeed. So, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? What have you been watching? Exactly. Uh, studio at fabradiointernational.com. Get on there. Get on Starburst underscore Mag. Do the whole lot. Get in touch. Let's... Let's have a show. Let's uh, chat about these let's, things. Let's have a little geeky party. Yeah, indeed. Well, it'll be better than last week's. <laughs> I was totally... That, that's um, fingers crossed. Oh, I was so off off message last week. I didn't have a clue. I took I took binder rejection um, <laughs> to heart. And I, I didn't know what was going on towards the end. I'm all right now. But, but what do you do? But you, We've got the Doctor Who Venom. Yeah. Uh, you've not seen The Walking Dead yet, have you? No. Right, that came back this week. Have you watched it? I have. I watched have it. You? Watched it this oh, afternoon okay. while I was uh, oh, trying right. to recover. Okay, okay, and, and? Uh, it's all right. But yeah. then I, I wasn't really hundred percent down on it on the last season. I'm, I'm one of the only ones who stuck with it. I think. I just I hated that scene at the end of the last season because the last actual two or three episodes, I thought it pulled back and it was nice, and and that one where. They'd contaminated people and they kept turning in mm. the night. That was a gr- classic Walking Dead. Loved it. Yeah. Mm. The last episode was great, although it is literally panel by panel from the comic book. But I just didn't buy that scene at the end where they're all, oh, we don't like Rick. Let's kill him and get rid of him. We're not happy with this. And well, I thought, th- th- there's, a, nah. there's a very, very good sequence in this one. Yeah. Well, I just thought that, you, yeah, you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't do that. What are you doing? Yeah. I think I think nonsense. There's, there's a lot of mutiny going on. So yeah, well, they're very ungrateful because, to be fair, he has pulled them out of a lot of scrapes, hasn't he? I know, but he's also got them into room as well. No, I know, but, but, but well, well, what's the point when you're in the mess that you're in with that situation? Why why would you go down this route? Like the comic book didn't do this. This is completely. You know, invented. Uh, I don't know whether this is just so they can get rid of two key characters. Spoilers, but you know. Well, I don't we'll think I don't think they realised that was happening when they did that last year. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know then. It, it, to me, it's um, it's all very silly that bit. But I'll I will watch it and I will I will let you know next week what yeah, I think. I think it's leading somewhere good. So keep everything crossed. Oh yeah, Doctor Who then. Yeah, let's do Doctor Who. Get it out of the way. Well, the thing is, 
I've I've seen a lot of they obviously would be loads of response to it on mm. online, wouldn't they, and Facebook and everything and the major- else. The majority was really positive. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, my perspective, I think they fixed the show instantly. I think it felt like a proper TV show again. It it lost all the fairy tale bollocks that was doing my head in for years. Mm. Um, all gone. And after watching that episode of the show, it just convinced me how crap the Stephen Moffat era really was. If you like that version of Doctor Who, I'm sorry, if you like the version of Doctor Who with Tom Baker back in the day, um, even the Jumper Twee stuff, and then later on, like in the New Who, if you like the original, you know, um, Christopher Eccleston Eccleston and and, and Tennant, Tennant, you know, that, then, then. Yeah, the, the, the Moffat stuff, it was a different show. It was a show that I didn't recognise. And, and as much as I appreciate his writing talent, and mm-hmm. I do, I appreciate his writing talent, I appreciate what he was trying to do, to me it didn't feel like Doctor Who. It felt like some weird Harry Potter-type fairy story. Yeah. And and there were so many fairy tale tropes in there. It was, it was like... Um, it was like bloody Tim Burton had taken over the show. Yeah, I think it was the repetition I didn't like. Yeah, I mean there's so many things. You can only tell a joke so many times. Yeah, there was that um, that Victorian one where it started out and he's in the TARDIS and there's this massive uh, spiral staircase into the clouds to get up to the TARDIS and I thought, oh fuck off really, really Go fuck yourself. I'm not, this isn't what I signed <laughs> on for, you know. And and this is what we've had. But we've had years of this, years of this. What everybody, everybody loved Blink. And then when he took over, everybody thought, oh, this is, yeah, you've got the writer of the best episode of Doctor Who we've seen for years. Mm. He's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, that was his template for the show. And I the entire show. The problem is, somebody said, you know, that's a really clever script. That's a really yeah. clever episode. Yeah. And then he, he thought he was clever. And, well, yeah, and carried on yeah. doing the same thing. But yeah. I mean, he basically blinked the TV series, is what you got. Mm. And after a while, it got tired. And and uh, the for me, the jump the shark moment was let's kill Hitler. Yeah. I. I absolutely friggin' despised that episode of Doctor Who. I, I, I can't even understand why anybody would be bothered watching that. I, it's It was absolutely appalling. It really was. And the whole show, it, it went down that route. And, and everything was fairy, fairy story. And then you either had an episode where the Doctor... To me, the Doctor, to me, is a periphery character that wanders into a situation and then gets himself involved and then saves the day. And it's a great little format. And I just hated all these stories that were all about the Doctor, all about his companion. His companions became the most important thing in the show as well. You know, you had, uh, to be fair, you had Bad Wolf with uh, Rose and all that, but Mm. they soon swept that out of the way. They had a season of that, and then that was gone. Whereas with the whole run of Amy Pond was the impossible girl. Mm. Uh, sorry, that was Clara, the impossible girl. No, the girl who waited, the yeah. boy who waited, all that crap, you know. And then 
and then you add the, the like you say with Clara, you think, oh great, a new companion. We're we're rid of all that, and then she becomes this weird companion that's been with every version of the Doctor all the way through yeah, history, yeah. and and the, and then it, it just becomes to the point where you can't get a, an actual TV show. You you're not getting a story because it's so wrapped in all this convoluted navel gazing that. I don't understand. I'm not surprised it lost so many goddamn viewers. So yeah, the this with uh, changing the gender was a gimmick. I mean, they they'd lost half. They no two. They'd lost like they'd gone from 11 million viewers down to four, mm. and they needed to do something. Otherwise, it, this would have been. Imagine this was just some other guy. Taking on the role, it would be well. Where, how do we know it's different? It's this more was, of the same, isn't it? Yeah, this this literally was the only thing that would guarantee a massive collective audience on the launch. Yeah, when it, and when a it lot of back. interest by people who are not necessarily interested. Correct. So, so when it came back, what did I think? Well, I sat and watched it, and straight away I thought, yeah, it's fixed. It feels like the show. I love the music, by the way. Murray oh, Gold, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'd heard his music for a long time, and it uh, was time for a change. It was stirring. It was yeah. good, but, you know, th- this one was classic Who music. It felt like the Radiophonic Workshop from yeah. the 70s, didn't it? And it, yeah. it, it, that that is probably the that, best thing about it. That sting when, when yeah. the, uh, the cliffhanger ending, that just like sends the hair on the back of your neck. Up, it's know, wonderful. Sends you back to the oh, 70s. Oh, it's a great version of the, of the mm. theme, by the way. It's the best one since they came back into. 2005 and Murray Gold did uh, update it. Yeah, it's now, the most faithful. Yeah, it's really, really good. And the the show, the story, you were worried that someone might die. Someone did die. Spoilers. Mm. And Proper death as well. And yeah, this is the thing. And it was no Moffat thing. She yeah. thinks she's not going to come back in five episodes yeah. as some fairy. S- sprinkle yeah. some dust on her and she's Yeah, well, right. that was the problem. You had so many episodes where people died and then there was a bit of pixie dust sprinkled and everybody was back and it was all reset by the end of the episode. Mm. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, in this day of Netflix and all the rest of it, you you want more than that. So, look, Moffat's Moffat, as, as, as the pure fans will call him, Will always have his place in Doctor Who. He did a few things. He did stuff. To me, probably the most uh, enjoyable thing he did was the anniversary show, mm. Day at the Doctor, because everything was toned down to make it as commercial as possible. And it wasn't trying to be overly clever. Yeah. Even so, it had a, still had a lot of timey-wimey sort of stuff, but yeah. it was but a entertaining. Lot, a lot of fan service as well, and it's, you know, that, yeah. was, that was important for that one. Yeah, and, and it was, and that, and that's the thing. That was probably my favourite one that he did on, during his run as showrunner. But the show, to me, became something I watched out of duty rather than enjoyment towards yeah. the end I watched it because I'm the editor of Starburst magazine and I've got I'm supposed to watch it you know yeah and, and also then, you you know you've got affection for the show so correct yeah but but you know in a combination of that I probably would have carried on watching it no matter what but every single time you thought it was gonna become the show that you wanted it to be it it let you down I mean the, at the beginning uh, Matt Smith you thought well he looks good he's interesting isn't it and you had this gurning uh, arms flailing everywhere version of, of, of the Doctor. He's like some overactive teenager that's had too many Skittles, you know. Mm. And the 
then you're thinking, oh, Capaldi, now he's a great... And he was, he's a great actor. And he came in, and the first season of, of Capaldi, I thought, oh, this is actually enjoyable. I'm enjoying this yeah, show again. Because he was a grumpy yeah, old kid. Yeah, exactly. And then the second season, obviously, they must have looked at the ratings and thought, oh, Christ, this isn't doing that well. And instead yeah. of just sticking with it... Yeah, let's thought, run about a bit and be yeah, a bit crazy. You've, yeah, you've got him running around... You've let him grow his hair out a bit. You've given him sonic sunglasses. Yep. And I don't want to use that phrase again on this show. And he enters that season on a tank playing a guitar. Playing the theme tune on yeah. a guitar. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I'm getting at. So you mm. had that. Every single time you thought it was going to be all right, he, he managed to fuck it up somehow. And, and that was the thing. Now, this felt like Doctor Who. It, yeah. what, it, it had a realism about it where you felt that some of the characters might die and they won't be coming back. I had no doubt they weren't coming back if anybody died in this. Yeah. It felt good. The music was great. The production value is good. I, re- had, I thought it being set in Sheffield was great. That was yeah. a class move. Um, all of it is great. Um, the we've now got we're now going to end up with a TARDIS full of. Uh, Three, three companions. That's the the largest we've had since Peter Davison, mm. and it they're all very well rounded. I I yeah. liked all the characters. I liked surprising. all of them. Yeah. So, anyone who's familiar with this show is at this point going, "All right, so when what what what? <laughs> Where's the rub? What's the downside? Yeah, it's a. I I didn't think she was very good. I I really didn't like her version of the Doctor. Now it's a regeneration episode, and she might calm down, but she's just being a bit of a clown. Um, the Doctor, yeah, when he he's eccentric, but he's not a clown, you know. And I didn't rate her version of the Doctor whatsoever. And I, I, that's it. I'm sorry. I know I'm supposed to go glowing and gushing about it, but I'm sorry. She's not. She's not up there with the best. And at the end of the day, this version, I can't ever see me thinking the same as say Tom Baker or David Tennant or or someone like that. I think she's a sort of mid-rank, sort of average, sort of characterization. I, d- I just don't think she's great. I don't think she's a brilliant actress i don't think she was terribly good in the role and i appreciate that i'm going to get some flack for that because everybody else all over facebook was going oh it's magnificent oh wonderful no i just didn't see that i didn't see that i thought she was a bit poor see i I, i'm sort of not like that with you um Mm. it's i I thought she was great Mm. um I do think the character needed bedding in a bit more, which, yeah. which you know, like you say, it's a it's a regeneration episode. There's a oh, bit yeah. this yeah. traits there she's, that, from the last Doctor in there and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. I like you. Um, I like some bits of it. Yeah, I do I think she's. I do think she's a great actor because mm. uh, I've seen her in other stuff as well. Well, I haven't seen that. I'm only yeah. going off this. Um, I, I haven't watched Broadchurch. Yeah, Broadchurch, so Broadchurch no was idea. excellent, and yeah. she did that other Doctor show, didn't she? Yes, that's right. Uh, but I didn't see that. But Someone that, pretending that... to be a Doctor. Yeah, yeah. How ironic. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing with that is they've uh, got the second season, and the main Doctor in that is now a bloke. So they've basically switched <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, like the one thing I didn't like uh, mm. was was like I said the, the gurning, the facial expressions. Oh yeah, yeah, um, I, that, that was it. With I me. don't think that suited her as a as an actor. 
I, do, I just don't think the Doctor is is a clown. And there were points where, and this isn't just aimed at her, by the way. This is Matt Smith. I'm looking at you, Sunshine. I yeah. mean, you you got on my tits, matey. Uh, as much as he seems like a really nice guy, mm. his version of the Doctor did nothing for me. It left me quite cold. I was just waiting for him to die and someone else to take the role over. That that was the uh, what the, the whole real thing. the real person. No, God. oh, why would I think that? I'm just you know, just yeah, that's a bit just, extreme, isn't just it? Just clarifying, it's a bit extreme. See what clarifying. See what like there, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. dead clever tonight. You're yeah. on it, but I just don't think that. I mean, there were some times where he would just go around flailing his arms everywhere, walking around. He he he, he had a walk like did, nobody listening to this probably is old enough to remember. You know, Max Wall. Yeah, I do. I he know did, Max Wall. He did. He I've, did. Been to, I've been to see his grave. Do you know? Um, it wouldn't surprise me if, he, he's, if, he's if, actually, you get, if you get arrested one day he's for been, interfering he, with a. He's buried virtually parallel to uh, Karl Marx in Highgate. You really um, can, shocked me with all this. I can I can take you there one day. Taffophilia. We need to do that yeah. next yeah. time. We've got a, a jolly down in London, and we've got a few hours. I like I Highgate Cemetery. I'd go to. It's mm. just Jesus Christ. You do spend a lot of time in these I cemeteries. Show, I can show you Douglas Adams. I can show you. Uh, See that I like. There's uh, towels on it, I believe. Well, people leave all the bits of Bob's little Daleks yeah, on there and stuff. Yeah. And you see, um, I bet he's dead chuffed with that, isn't he? In the afterlife, I bet he's looking down, going, "Yeah, oh look at these living uh, towels." Or is he really thinking, "What a bunch of cunts"? Or he's probably thinking, "I wish I was actually not dead." Well, you um, don't know what he's up to, do you? Yeah, so, maybe I'm so wrong. So long and there facts is... for all the Daleks. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, and there's an afterlife, and he's he's doing all right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Je- Jeremy Beadle's in that group. Cemetery as well. Yeah. Ma- Malcolm McLaren. Yeah. Um, Ralph Richardson. Yeah. It's a good. Uh, right. Ironically, and just to get into the geeky side of things, yeah. like we heard about to do. Um, uh, Jeremy Beadle's penis. Go on. Right. He, he had a massive penis, you know. Oh, go on. But, yeah, on, I know the, but on the other hand, it, it wasn't very big. <laughs> Oh, that's like one of my jokes. That <laughs> he's rubbing off on me. That's why I'm, I'm stood over here. Yeah. Oh, so so. Uh, no, but, but Ralph but... Richardson first. Oh, right, yeah. Go on. He's buried in, in Highgate. Okay. But in the other side, which you have to go on a tour, mm. they filmed Tales from the, the Crypt oh, back right. in the seventies. Okay. Where he was the crypt keeper. Oh right. See, so it's oh, all come see. full circle. He's go. ended up where his uh, where his job was. Bet he's frigging over the moon about that, isn't it? <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I mean, Doctor, just to drag it uh, to a conclusion to, because to a we, sensible we, place. we have to go to a break now. But I look, I I'm delighted. Believe me when I say this, I I couldn't be happier that the show is what it is now. If and this is the way it's really going to go forward, as well. yeah, with the cliffhanger and all the rest of it, I just hope that she pulls it together a bit more because I did, I did I just didn't like her version of the doctor and, it's obviously and I, how she's been directed it's it's obviously the yeah and it's the regeneration episode and it's so difficult to judge it I mean the regeneration episode of uh, Colin Baker he was strangling Perry on the floor viciously if you mm. actually watch it now it's uh, shocking. I, I can't believe I didn't see it as bad as it was when I first watched it because I was really young and and maybe I it didn't have the impact it should have had. But it, it was really shocking. I mean, he 
he, he was choking the life out of her. And then he came to his senses just before she's died. And then later on at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, I'm all right now, Perry. It's me. And she goes, oh, you cheeky devil. And I'm <laughs> thinking, Jesus Christ, I'm not sure I'd be all right with that, mm. you know? So, 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 yeah, to me, the show's back. It's a show that I'm enjoying. I am, for the first time in many, many, many years, looking forward to watching Doctor Who this yeah. Sunday. It's a, it's now must-see TV again for me. So they've done the job well, and that's yeah. all there is to it. And I've got Bravo. to say, the supporting cast are fabulous. Uh, yeah. What a great, well-rounded bunch of characters. Yeah. And um, and Bradley Walsh, that everybody had, oh, God, is he going to be in it? Oh, ridiculous. He was brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's done drama yeah, he a lot really before good. he was in the Law and Order UK series. Yeah. Play, well, playing a cop and he's yeah. you know it's he was really good and I thought the funeral scene he was he was he was quite tear jerky I thought no, he was God, really that, good that was really good and, yeah, no, and I, I, really like the, good. I like the fact that they've, they've, they're not forcing the issue of the, the multiracial family they, and things yeah, it was just natural well they, they that hardly got a mention and yeah. and I like that and the, and her gender change barely got a mention and yeah, well, she, she she just throw away joke just which went we had on in the trailer. It, so yeah. so that was good. So that that's it. All I want is for it is is for her to um, Ca- calm find the face her down a, a bit. Find her in a Tom Baker unless he's more have that alien twinkle in her eye without running round like you've uh, had too many e numbers. Jill Johnson is babysitting the children of a young doctor and his wife. They've told her where they'll be, when they'll be home. Everything she has to know. Except what to do. When a stranger calls. Hello? Why hasn't you checked the children? Who is this? What do you want? Your blood. When a stranger calls. Sergeant Sacker, we've traced the call. It's coming from inside the house. Just get out of that house. When a stranger calls, every babysitter's nightmare becomes real. From Columbia Pictures, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. My name's Barry Holland, Lieutenant Renz from Return of the Jedi. You rebel scum. What are you doing? Listening to the Starburst Radio Show on FabRadioInternational.com. Pictures and Dino De Laurentiis bring you the ultimate comic strip. Jane Fonda as Barbarella. Barbarella, the most beautiful creature of the future. She's inquisitive. Have you seen an angel anywhere? Observant. This is really much too poetic a way to die. Dangerous. Armed. Like a naked savage. Curious. Where did you get those pills? Only Earth people know of those pills. Bold. Could you hand me a garment? Practical. Gotta get rid of this tail. But more than anything else, Barbarella is love. And Jane Fonda is Barbarella. Barbarella, Barbarella. See Barbarella do her thing in Panavision and Technicolor. Directed by Roger Vadim from Paramount Pictures, a Gulf and Western company. Suggested for mature audiences.
Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. I listen to FabRadioInternational.com Welcome back to Starburst Radio. Hello. That was good, wasn't it? It was. That was yeah, that was... You uh, probably quite... blasted everybody's ears out there. That was dramatic, that, wasn't it? I believe we, we had a, a blip where people lost us for a bit. Yeah, if people uh, lost us, it was for five seconds, and now it's back on, so it's, it's all good. You've got to sort of download the podcast to find out what Mike was ranting about. <laughs> yeah, right. In, in These the things five seconds. don't just happen like that. I'm just saying, but anyway, we've got lots of emails. We're going to have to crack on to get through them. And Loss is saying that Doctor Who's gone from one extreme to another. Typical BBC. He's saying it's it's uh, PC correct and simple, um, as opposed to the previous confusing, over-the-top nonsense. So that's one view of it. And, and John Harrison saying, Doctor Who, well, it's back to the kids. Not sure if that's good or bad. Oh, I fucking am. I'm, I'm very sure on that one. I prefer the Tenant era. Well, so do I, but well, to be honest, lot, that so was very straightforward. The so tenant did a era. lot of kids. I know, yeah. I mean, we, we all like it. Isn't it great when you can just sit there? We're watching it with young kids. Oh, God, this sounds really with yeah, the stuff we normally talk about. I'm just saying, yeah. isn't it great where you can enjoy something with young children? With, with, with your family, that's what you want to try and say. Yeah, there is that. Um, I've not got one. So. Mount, he's, uh, he's took control of the show in a very forceful way. Here. He, Mount, he has. He's, yeah, he's, he's right. answered all the all the questions here. I was wondering he's why he enjoyed foot. it so much. Right. Mount is taking over it. Correct, yeah. He says, evening, gents. Some thoughts on a few things. Doctor Who. Well, it's back, isn't it? Chris Chibnall has rebooted the show for 2018 the way Russell T. Davis did in 2005. It, this felt like Doctor Who again. I couldn't agree more. Yep, absolutely. It, it absolutely did. From literally the second it came on, it did. With a script that was witty rather than desperately mugging for big gags all the time. Apart Grit- from the face. Yeah, well, that's a different, isn't it? They, mm. they, he's talking about the actual story. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. You know. A gritty, believable setting, characters who felt real and not gimmicky, a powerful and eerie score, and in Jodie Whittaker, a Doctor Who who embodies the true essence of the character and who fizzed and popped like Tennant in his imperial face. I, I'd argue against that, uh, only I'm going to reserve judgment for a few episodes yet until yeah, that's, that's she wise. grows into the role, role because th- this is one where some people didn't like Tom Baker when he took over. They thought he was too silly. They it's thought he was yeah. too whatever. Uh, you've got to give it time. Sometimes they win you over straight away and sometimes they don't, you know? Yeah. But there's a certain something about people who play that character that, to me, like, John Pertwee had it, didn't he? Yeah, a quirkiness. Yeah. And... yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know he had a snake tattoo? I, I know I do. He's the I'd, only I'd... doctor that had a snake tattoo. I've, he had it on his right arm, his forgot, left arm. I'd yeah. forgotten about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a snake tattoo that actually John Pertwee didn't have. Oh. Isn't that amazing? And nobody ever goes on about that anyway. So, But did, so, they, did they really tattoo it on him? I've not, No, of course they fucking didn't. 
Ooh. Can you imagine that? That's save on makeup. No, can you imagine that as a, as a requirement? Oh, you got this role, yeah, it's all good. Right, and you signed in subsection 16, paragraph C, it says, I agree to have any tattoo that, that you think I should have for the character. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous, isn't Ernie it? crossed. Well, you know. Anyway, he did have a snake tattoo. It's How often cool. did you see it? Uh, one, one episode. Well, so he didn't really need it all the time. I'd like to think no, he had but, it on all the time. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If I had that snake tattoo, everyone would think I was so cool. I don't like tattoos. I don't like them either. But if I had that, everyone would think I was cool, wouldn't they? Because they go, "Oh, he's, you've got jumper to his tattoo. Look." Yeah. Or would they just go, "Oh, he's got a snake." Look, yeah. <laughs> look look, at, that, look at that idiot. What? What? What's up with him? Is he yeah. trying to be, be, be young again? Is you're it, not, you're you not going to sort of pull loads of women with him. Yeah, I know. Anyway, he says, uh, and Mounty says, I love the bones of it. I've watched it three times and I've not done that with Doctor Who in years. Do you know what, Mounty? The other day, I nearly watched it a second time, but there was loads of stuff going on. And uh, we they had to get back. I've been to, oh, God, it's one of them. I uh, had a, a funeral this weekend. They had to go to that. There was the um, deadline. So I came back to that. Then we had to alter the cover of the magazine and do stuff and I haven't had a chance but I was I was actually gagging to watch it again and I have not done that since well do you know what since literally the last year of tenant you know mm. since since uh, Davis left um yeah anyway he's saying I can't wait for Sunday as you say it's fixed yeah it is it felt effortlessly fixed as well he just came on and straight away this it was oh god it was quite quite a, I tell you what no one's talking about what a jolt no no title sequence. I know. I know there'll be one next week. I, I actually but, thought, I'd, have I missed something? Oh, God. You but, know. but that made that theme tune at the end even oh, more potent. Blimey. blimey. I, was, I was all over the show. I'm not sure about this um, where it goes, coming soon and, and, and you know, and then all that and it's all these <laughs> actors going, hello, look at me. I think, I'm an actor in Doctor Who. I think that's just a one-off just to say yeah, that, these, don't pe- do that again. these people are in the season or yeah. series. Yeah, don't do it again. It's it's absolutely wank. It's almost as bad as you have been watching. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. I love <laughs> you have been watching. And if you've not if you've not got my tribute to that in the magazine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have been reading. Yes, absolutely. Indeed from the, from day 1. Venom. Oh, right. Well, here we go, Mountain. We all went out and watched this. <laughs> and um I don't know. I don't know. I should, mean, should we save that till later? Come back to his. his we're going to review later. it. We're going to review it. But I think as a leading, Go on we're going to review it later. But but Mounty says, "Oh dear, tonally a complete mess. A weird performance from Tom Hardy. Dodgy FX, and yet I didn't loathe it. It wasn't great, but had a strange fascination. And now he says, "The Walking Dead," and I haven't seen this yet. Mm. Much improved, tighter script, an interesting dynamic between the characters who are increasingly fractured as Rick tries to bring them together. A few good set pieces and a remarkable ending. Yeah. I think I'll stick with this year for a while at least. Yeah, I, it was hard work last year. It really, really was. And I'll say something, I don't... I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of them things, in it, where... God, I mean, I mean, why did they kill his, the son off? I mean, he was a good character in the comic book. He carried a lot of stories as well, yeah, and yeah. it's hobbled the narrative a little bit because if you are now getting rid of Rick as well, 
this is not going to be anything like the comic in any way whatsoever. Maybe it's that's what be that. they want to do because they can extend yeah. it and do anything I they want totally with it. I totally get it, but it means that you can't do the stories that are in the comic books, some of which are absolutely excellent, mm. you know? So there you go. Paul Ripley, uh, our beloved station manager. Quick, quick, sit up. Headphones on. Yeah, I know. Get, let's, let's, let's get busy. Let's, <laughs> let's look like we're doing it properly. What's your and Martin's guilty pleasure regarding TV sh- TV shows? Sh- mine's Chicago PD. Oh, it's oh, it, it, what mine's Judge Judy <laughs> and Cheaters. Cheaters, I love Cheaters. Is that the wildlife program? No, no, I wish it was. No, no, I just absolutely love Cheaters. It's where they go to the uh, company and go. I think my missus or my husband, uh, whatever, is having an affair and. And here's the details. Then they follow them and then they catch them knobbing about and doing all sorts of stuff. And then they do the confrontation and then it all goes tits up. Fair enough. And I don't think I've seen an episode where it ends well, though, where they all get back together and it's all fixed. No, no, never yeah, does, does it? it, it, it it's, a bit, it's a bit hideous. I think mine at the moment, or certainly of recent times, is non-genre. Mm. Uh, which obviously it would be with it being the guilty pleasure thing. Naked Attraction. I don't know that. It's, uh, it's like a dating show. Oh, good lord! But man. basically, the the person choosing chooses f- from five people in the bollocky book. Is that the one where they uh, where they look at the knob and yeah. they go, "Oh, I, like, I don't like that." Knob. It's hanging to yeah. the left a little bit. It's yeah. a bit too big. It's a yeah, bit... yeah. Well, we had a bit of it's this got a sh- the other week. Shiny helmet. We? Yeah, we had a bit of this the other week. Because, you know, it turns out I've got more in common with Batman than I realised. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, but now, he's not here today, but we can out Chris, I think. Really? With his guilty pleasure at the moment. Oh, go on then. Which is, uh, and, and he's going to kill me Oh, he this. can't do anything because he's not here. Exactly. So we can say whatever we exactly. want now. Exactly, yeah. Yay, Chris. I bet you're enjoying listening to this one, aren't you? Yeah, we're not doing news. See? Um no news, no nothing. This is a show that you will hate. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have got loads of news written down, Chris, but we're just ignoring it. God, um, Lord. He, he's, We've got he's, some nonce stuff coming uh, up. No, we haven't. Um, he's really into uh, Big Brother. Yeah. Sad man. No, he liked it. I get it. I know why he does it. Uh, I don't agree with it, but I know why he does it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've watched it, and I, the celebrity one has been fun in the past. So I'm he not... actually, he actually likes the hardcore one, doesn't he? The, the, norm, the actual, the, 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 the one where people was... are just desperate yeah, to try and the be one celebrities. Is, is the one that Chris would describe as uh, the plebs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you have you been listening to the shows where he's uh, come under fire? There was yes. a plebgate. A I was it. I was ago. sat here with it. Yeah. Oh with right. Plebgate. You were you were actually here with that one, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. I, yeah I, get, I, I get what he was, he was saying, and you know I will defend him on that because I've, that lowest common denominator thing is uh, is something oh, I'd say oh, as well. I I'm totally on side with him. I just mm. I kind of sort of knew that that had happened though. That's yeah. the only difference. The trouble is when you gen, when you're generalising, there's always someone's going to get offended. Oh and it, yeah, and it's yeah, always the wrong yeah. person. It's not oh, the person you're actually getting. There was an at. episode years and years ago where he decided. And I was actually doing stuff across the desk, like no, no, I bet no, you were. giving him. Oh come on! I was just giving him a wave. Like, no, no, don't do this, don't do this. And he started to stick the boot in 
to the BBC, yeah, <clears> and he started going, oh, I'm sick of this, why am I paying this licence fee, I don't watch stuff on the BBC and all that, yes, and I said, and I'm, I'm trying to coach him in the right way, he's going, yes, but you're supporting all these, supporting all these older ladies who are watching BBC and, and, and they don't pay and, and you do so that they can watch that and all that. And he just carried on, and he pummeled it and pummeled it, and then we just got email after email where they're all going, "I love the BBC, how yeah. dare he?" Yes, you know, and and uh, and then and then we went to a break, and he goes, "Oh, you could have warned me about that." <laughs> He's but, in a world of his own. I know it's one of them, isn't it? Polly, Andrew Pollard. Hello, Polly. Evening, chaps. Random one for you, but with the shape soon to return to slash and slice what would you say is the best halloween movie other than john carpenter's original 78 movie the continuation of halloween 2 the difference of season of the witch the jaw-dropping ending of halloween 4 the resurgence of h2o the buster rhymes kung fu bollocks of halloween resurrection the white horse shite that is rob zombies halloween 2 oh to coincide with an upcoming issue where does Kevin Conroy rate in your all-time greatest Batman incarnations to me is the voice I hear in my head when I'm reading the comics and he's second only to Keaton. Any, anyway, I hope you scamps are doing well. I'll see you soon. Well, Bolly. He's basically just plugging the magazine with that. I, but not this magazine. Is. It's yeah. the next one. <laughs> but, but I've got to say, uh, Conroy, his voice as Batman, as infected every area of of the whole mythology now i mean the the there wasn't a lot of that going on in the original batman 89 i mean keaton wasn't overtly going he went i'm batman but he wasn't going over the top with that voice he was just trying to sound slightly different yeah and then it's gone on and i've got to say that batman the animated series that that to me is my favourite version of the whole Batman mythology, and uh, and I'm going to be controversial here. I include the comic book in that. I think that is the best version of Batman. I think if you want, I don't think you should bother reading the comics. I don't think you should bother watching those movies. I think you should just sit through Batman the animated series all the way through. And and watch uh, and then after season two watch Mask of Phantasm and then you know watch the whole thing then watch um, Mystery of the Batwoman and then watch you know the Return of the Joker which goes into Batman Beyond territory even Batman Beyond is great it adds loads of stuff to the mythology I just think it's really good and Kevin Conroy's voice I'm sorry I d- I don't I don't know how you could top that i mean the guy is batman and every single time i've watched one of these animated movies by dc if they've not used him i just i'm looking at him skeptically you know on the screen i'm i am i'm, I'm literally looking at him like oh you're not batman you're not bad have you heard you 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 you're not batman you're not batman you don't sound like batman no kevin conroy is the voice of batman he will always be the voice of Batman and the that that animated series. And I've got to say, the stuff that you've done in the upcoming issue about it, I don't want to give stuff away about the upcoming issue, but if you like Batman, the animated series, you've done uh, everybody a massive favour with what you've put into the magazine. You're, you, you're very much loved it. 
Polly, and um, and and the way that you you contribute to this mag in ways that I'm so grateful for. And this is 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 one of your finest moments. This, I, I mean, you've you've made a piece that's absolutely magnificent. It's going to be in years to come. People are going to ask for rights to reproduce that piece because of how important it's going to be when all these people sadly pass on and they're no longer on this mortal coil you've you've done uh, very much a definitive uh, piece on the batman animated series so there you go take take from that what you will but that's how i feel and go buy the magazine when it's out correct uh, and you'll know what we're going on about yeah and, so, and, and i bet he's crying now Oh yeah, what what that he's he's having he's he, that he's got involved with us? Yeah, yeah that'd be about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my um, my quick answer to that, uh, Batman, Adam West. I'm not a massive I Batman that, fan. I get that. I get I, that. I, 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 that's that's what I grew up with. That's yeah. That's who I see in the baggy suit in the yeah. You know. No, the... he he didn't bother changing his voice, did he? No, it was like Bruce Wayne. Then the next minute he goes into a scene with Commissioner Gordon. He's going, "Hello, I'm Batman." He's like. Hang on a minute, you sound just like Bruce Wayne. But he had that sort of slower way of speaking. That yeah. was really good. And for Halloween, Season of the Witch, my favourite. Right, well, I didn't even answer that bit. No. And I've got to say, I love the first one. I am the one person who thinks that the second one, and everybody argues with this, and Chris has, has a, a, a go at me over this. He, he just dismisses anything past Halloween. But... John Carpenter was massively involved in Halloween too, and he approved all of the aspects of it, and he approved the switch that, oh, she's his sister. Yeah. And that is the reason why he's so obsessed with going after her. Yeah. And to me, that makes kind of sense. Do you know what I mean? It makes sense that, that he's got a reason why he really doesn't like her and he wants to kill her, you know? And and I think that adds to it. But I liked Halloween too. I really, really liked yeah. it. And then just at that point, Halloween 3 came and me, my friend Brian, my friend Lee, everybody from school went out to see Halloween 3 at the cinema. And my God, we love that film. Yeah. We love that film. Everything after that, to me was an anticlimax. I yeah. H2O is good, all these all the other movies have got moments that are good. But you've got to look at, at Halloween three was a great story, wasn't it, it? It is. And it's it's really just getting the kudos it deserves now. Yeah, it is. It's Nigel it Neal. Nigel Neal wrote I know, it, yeah, so, no, so it's, it's quite a mass yeah, offer. Yeah. And, it, and, and he, it's, it's uh, got that all yeah. the way through it. It's you can tell. Yeah, and you've you've got well why what have they done? They've nicked a bit of Stonehenge. Yeah. And they're using the minerals from the stone to put into this uh, badge that's on the mask. And that badge is is doing what it's doing. You are, Well, I don't want to ruin it. If you've not seen Halloween 3, watch it. Don't expect Michael Myers. Yeah, you don't, you don't get anything. Now, I like the idea that John Carpenter decided... Pretty early on, he went, right, well, we'll do uh, Halloween every year. There'll be a movie, and yeah. it's going to be an anthology. Absolutely. You know? And I like that. And if you look at it, American Horror Story has gone down the same route, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's fun. Fabulous. So Mike Caldwell's uh, emailed hey, it. the cock. Yep. And he says, guys, on the subject of penises <laughs> that you were discussing earlier... 
a question for you. Apparently, Errol Flynn died sporting an enormous erection. Given this, do you think Bruce Willis will die hard too? No, I've, <laughs> I've heard, to be fair, I've heard that that is the area in which he is most lacking. You are invited to witness a shattering adventure in total fright. Watch me when I kill. Prepare yourself for shock after shock, for horror beyond belief, and spine-tingling suspense that never lets go. Watch me when I kill. You have never experienced the sheer terror, the menacing suspense that awaits you when you see... Watch me when I kill. You will watch it happen. You will be there when the unseen killer stalks his unsuspecting victims. Scream if you wish, but nothing will stop him. Are you ready to accept this invitation? Watch me when I kill. Rated R. Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar. Why not pay us a visit in Manchester? For your night out, anything else just isn't fab. FabRadioInternational.com Welcome back to Starburst Radio, and we've got shitloads of emails. Is that the proper plural term? It looks like it to yeah. me, Yes. Mounty's back and he's saying, I suspect Jodie Whittaker will settle nicely in the coming weeks. The Doctor is always a bit scrambled post-regen, like I was saying with the yeah. Colin Baker one. And, and, that. and, and I think the worst one was Peter Davison because the entire show, you had no idea how he was going to be playing the part at all. Um, I mean, he only sort of... Um, come into his own in the last five minutes of that one. Castro Valva, it was called. Yeah, apart from, yeah, he's saying uh, he's always a bit scrambled post-regen, apart from Matt Smith, who stayed scrambled for three years. <laughs> this this is the problem, Paul. I just, oh, it's one of them. I feel bad disliking Matt Smith this much because I know it's not his fault. No, I know that if he had nice some... Chap. Yeah, and and I I don't want to give him a kicking because it's not his fault. But the show jumped the shark on his tenure, and it was down to Moffat and not him. And it was. I mean, the guy he used to do my head in. Yeah, and yet when he was uh, literally constrained, and he was told uh, Moffat was told, right, we're going to put this on in cinemas. It's got to be mainstream. You've got to stop all this dicking about. Suddenly, you have Day of the Doctor, mm. and that version of Matt Smith's Doctor was great. I really enjoyed him, and if he would have been one of my favourites, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing. So, no, I do think the character of uh, the Doctor is important, and and that's it. So, uh, Mount is saying he didn't feel the wackiness was too overplayed, as it would have been if Moffat had written it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, imagine the endless gags, the timey, bloody wimey, the tortuous plodding scenes of people talking bollocks just to pad out the script. Can I add to that, Paul? How many gender change gags would have been in there? Mm. Uh, 
he couldn't have resisted because it's just there to be plundered. And what I liked about Chibnall and about the, this script and about this show was it was barely mentioned. It was like he just changed clothes. And that's how, if you are going to do this and you're going to upset the fact that the you know there are two genders to a time lord they can not choose but they can certainly uh, be either then yeah you don't make a big deal about it because it's embarrassing then it suddenly is is something that doesn't work yeah and uh, he's saying that when uh, she did the heavy lifting describing the effects of regeneration confronting the alien with a classic i'm the doctor bit and talking about her long lost family she brought her a game no i'll i'll give you that credit on that on the crane that was good there were some good moments up there uh, i think the girl done good but i'm sure she'll do even better as the season progresses i actually agree with you on that and and you know what i'd rather have her and this show than the one I've been watching for five years, yeah? And yep. and even though, I've got to say, out of maybe Matt Smith, her, and Capaldi, Capaldi was probably the best actor out of all of them and and should have... Uh, I, I, I feel really sorry for Peter Capaldi. He was nothing. And I, want, I wonder what you think, Paul, in that he's dragged into this. He loves Doctor Who, and he's given the chance to play it, and didn't he have a load of shit? He didn't have a chance, did he? You know, he never did. And then and then you read uh, over the last week or two, I don't know if you've seen Martin, the uh, BBC, they're, they're all uh, writing stories about it going, oh, the, the unloved Peter Capaldi. They're, they're literally writing history as Peter Capaldi took the show off the rails and did a load it's of damage. Fault, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not. It's Moffat's fault. It's Moffat's fault that it went from 11 million viewers to four. And it's Chibnall's fault that it's gone from four to eight, nearly nine. Yeah? Yeah. So there you go. So you can say whatever you want. But at the end of the day, it's not Capaldi's fault. He he inherited a gig and he was given a character. He was given scripts. He was given stories and he did his best. And when you're dealing with a situation where you're acting in a show where suddenly, oh, the moon's an egg. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ, what do you expect the guy to do? Jesus Christ. When he, when he was at his uh, best, like Robot of Sherwood or whatever it was called, yeah, yeah, where he's doing the spoon fight on the bridge with Robin Hood, I thought, yeah, that's great. Brilliant. Yeah. I love the fact that he was so out of sync with mankind that he needed Clara just to smooth things over. That was a great dynamic. It didn't do well. And uh, and I think it's because the show had already lost its appeal at that point. And, and I think whoever you got in, um, you had to do something radical. No, during the Matt Smith era, those years, the damage was immense that's been done to the character. Immense. And can I just add that Matt Smith even... Even he thinks Moffat's a wanker. He left the show, and he, he because of the way that he treated Christopher Eccleston and why he's not in the anniversary show. That's all I've got to say. Anyway, moving on. Kevin Murphy saying, Hi, Mike and Martin. Ever thought of doing your show live at Fab Cafe? I'd love to come to that. Best show on the airways, Kev. Oh, thank you, Kev. Yep. Tell you um, what, if you book us, we'll uh, we'll do it. 
Oh, I, I can put we, it on there. No, we, 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 would, we know that we, we know the manage, we know the management. We'll get you a cheap rate. You, <laughs> you, you book them. Yeah, you, you yeah. Go to them, book us. Yeah, we'll do yeah, it. That's no yeah, problem. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Or you could just say, I'm in on uh, Thursday night, Wednesday night. Yeah, uh, ba- come and meet us. Ba- basically, just come and over here. Yeah, just yeah. earwig. Yeah, just or, or come and join us like some idiots do. Are you suggesting that that being on our table in there while we're having a few drinks is like this show? Uh, yeah, only not as uh, you know, not as held back. No, it's not. It's unleashed. Yeah, no. <laughs> you want to? You come down. Let us know you're down there. We'll come and have a drink with you. That's the best one. Yeah, you can get around him. Yeah, and, and Shelley's saying it's me. Hi, kiss. That's nice. Hi, Shelley. You're a good one. That's all there is to say. Uh, Holly's saying, good evening, Mike. I love Doctor Who, but feel so let down in the past. I think now is the time to say goodbye. What are your thoughts? I think all good things must come to an end. Oh, I don't know about that. Give it another chance. Mind you, I've been married a few times. I mean, (laughs) I was very happy for them to come to an end, and they were even good things. (laughs) So, I don't know. No, this is all right. I mean... Watch it a few weeks and see what happens. This seriously, it's way better than it has. It's been. freshened it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry Holston is saying, listening as always in Brighton. Oh, mm. Brighton! Everybody's into this sort of stuff in Brighton. Do you know that? Their uh, skin lives there. They're into a lot of stuff down yeah. there, I believe. Oh, I know. I I used to listen to your podcast, but live is always better. It's like waiting for something to go wrong as usual. Just how we feel. I'd love to argue, but something did go wrong tonight, so I can't. Yeah, um, but that wasn't our fault. Great show. I would like to confirm I I lost your show for four to five seconds. See? Yeah, that's when he was giving it, spilling his guts on about yeah, everything. You, you, you have no idea. You're going to have to download the podcast now and find out what I can't you believe he said that about yeah. that person. I know, it's unbelievable. Regarding Doctor Who, mm, better things to talk about. Oh. Some people well, don't like it. Was dismissive, wasn't Some it? people hey? don't like hey? it. I think but, yeah. Jerry's not sure. <laughs> we need to go on to some other he's things. He's climbed then. onto a fence. He's he's kicked that fence down. You know I'm only halfway through the emails now. Oh come on. Yeah. Jill's saying, Hello and good evening. I have a burning question for you two. How long has this show been running on the radio? We have a bet going in the flat we share. Jill, Jason, Frieda listening in Salford in our slightly dubious student accommodation. Well, I uncategorically say Mm. nine o'clock. See, that's a sarcastic answer, that, isn't it? eh? That's true. That's how long it's been going. (laughs) Right. We were on time as well. I'm trying to get the month. I know the year. 2011. Uh, was it about January, February? March. Mm. Mm. Do, do I say April just to make it? <laughs> I'm not trying to be awkward. No, no. I? I actually was listening to the very first one. I know you were. You were emailing it, I remember. I was. I was. Yeah. I was that one email. I know you were all right. You were good to us. <laughs> oh, we got a fair bit, but we got loads of shit because we'd gone on a station that didn't do that sort of stuff. All mm. all that Manchester Radio did was music and Manchester music. Yeah. And then we're on there and people are going, What are you on here for? Wasn't it were you doing? And then Ace uh, was a listener and he went, I Well remember, you're yeah. rubbish, aren't you? And I went, I'm not rubbish actually and he went, Yeah. 
They went, oh, sorry, you'd be... Oh, what was the guy that I threw back at him on Radio 1? I said, oh, you'd be happier listening to him. And he went, well, at least he's funny. <laughs> you know, and then he died. Yeah. He literally died a do, few weeks later. Do, do we know where you were? No, I was all right. I was awake. <laughs> no, that was sad because uh, he did like Ace us. Ace Riley, really. yeah. yeah. His name was, yeah. Uh, but and he'd be amazed that we're mentioning him now. He's all remembered. These years he's later. remembered. I know. Yeah. Uh, there was also the uh, the fact. It, I think was it was it Saturday night at about twelve o'clock. He started. My God, um, we were on three hours. Yeah. We went from eleven o'clock till two a.m. Yeah. Right on Saturday. And then it moved to Sunday night. Yeah. Because I was I was kind of. Yeah, I can't do this. Yeah, you, you were missing proper club time. <laughs> it's not even club time. It's just Jesus Christ. It was just such a long show, and um, it was some, somewhere like four and a half hours. Oh, they're all on. They're all on iTunes. Yeah, to go, because go and check we them forgot out. because the stuff had happened, and we just go. Oh, we'll carry on a bit longer. Mm. And then, and then um, there were people that are reasonably famous having sex above us. <laughs> I'm not joking either. You think I'm joking? It, it, um, did that that place right? I there was a fruity same. lilo upstairs, yeah, with a little pump. So so they kept inflating it, yeah. And and a famous um, radio personality would bring a prostitute back and would have intercourse above me and Chris doing the show. Oh, you see, you spelt that. I was going to say, I'm surprised you let Chris do that. <laughs> Unbelievable! No, he'd be very, he'd be really upset if you said that. I know that's probably that. why I'd no, say he it. Would. He'd fucking, uh, he'd be gutted. Uh, Peter Mild is saying, "Why do we celebrate Halloween so much? Let's move away from American shit and stick to what's ours. What is ours? Burning um, Catholic effigies on the fifth uh, of November. I don't know. I'd get behind that. I think I'd rather have Alvira and a jiggly. Um, what's this? <laughs> Um, um, and yeah, seriously though, yeah, it's a good film that, isn't it? Uh, I do. What do you? Do you Haunted like, Hills, yeah. yeah. I, I prefer oh, the f- Haunted Hills is rubbish. I know. I prefer the uh, oh, Mr. of the Dark. It's which, so shit. Which is Haunted coming out Hills. on Blu-ray. Yeah. I, I will be releasing it on Blu-ray very soon. That's easy for you to say. I know. Well, 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 well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Listen, it say owl. Well, there you go. Oh, we've got another. Uh, yeah. Well, well, look, Peter. Just remember when we didn't have Halloween and we're sat at home and you you would look forward to November 5th. That was sort of our Halloween. And now you've got a Halloween. You were watching E.T. and then they were all coming out for Halloween, trick-or-treating, and we were like, oh, we don't trick-or-treat what's going on. And now you do, yeah? It is just been a, opened up. another commercialised bloody thing that's... I mean, Get, October to November's fucking amazing. Getting for people a Brit. just to spend money. I'm all for you know people watching horror films and things like that. You, you love don't. my fireworks. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. So stop it. Yeah. You love it. You love the fireworks, <laughs> right? Alan Boovey's saying, just wanted to email in. Yes, I have had a can or two. Oh, oh, lucky you! I haven't. I've got water here. Look. 
you've got a bar where you don't pay for booze. You just go over and you just get whatever you want. Do you, are you asking me to leave again like I did No, last no, time? I'm not. I mean, <laughs> fucking hell, though. I mean, that, that fucking night, no one would understand what was going on that night. You did semaphore. You would have <laughs> fucking sign language. And I'm like looking at you like, what? What's he doing? What's he saying? It didn't go the way we originally planned. Why didn't you just say on air, oh, well, I've got to get dead slick like this. Right, this is what I reckon you should have done. You should have gone. I've got to go now. I've got one of the writers is meeting me at the Fab Cafe, which is in uh, 109 Portland Street, just down there. So you got a plug in as well, you know, know and then and then and then you do that. But instead, I got. It's like Marceau, Marceau, <laughs> fucking Marcel. doing a radio show, you know. Um, oh, could we have that on Fab? Jesus Rippers, Christ. Rippers, if he's still listening, could we hire a mime for he'd a radio put it show? On, he'd do it, he'd that, do it because no one's done it before. It, that is almost as good as the classic um, ventriloquists on radio yeah. that they used to have. Anyway, but but Alan, Alan Boovey's saying, but great show. Fucking amazing radio station, and best of all, made in Manchester. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Yep. Yeah. I've got a maid in Manchester. She, her name's Yana. She comes round twice a week, and then and then the house is all right. It's fine. That just makes you look loads. That makes you just look like you're one of these people who exploit. I fucking don't, don't exploit anyone. I don't exploit. Well, I want to, well, but I just know, don't get round to it. You I'm, know. I'm, I'm sure there's some of us that say it's different. Jesus. But... Oh come on. I'm not these worst places to work, aren't they? I wouldn't you work know. anywhere else. Well, there you go. You know. No one else would have me. No, no, it's not that. David Gelder. Hello, David. How are you doing? Hey, sir. Yep. Hi, guys. Love Doctor Who. Your analysis is pretty much spot on for me. I rewatched it the day after, as I believe Mr. Mount did. Oh, he surely did. Something I haven't done for years. I just hope the rest of the series delivers. As for Venom, I'm probably going to lose all cred with you here as I absolutely loved it. It was great entertainment. After a particularly tough week, maybe it's because I haven't read the comics. Looking forward to bad times at the El Royale this weekend. Any thoughts about that one? So... On that one, I think maybe we should go for a break and mm. then we can come back and we can discuss the upsides and downsides of Venom. Mm. <laughs> you will enter the world of the fifth dimension. The light, the sound, the horror. You will feel it around. You will see the vampire as though he were attacking. You will see the curse of the doll people as though they were about to kill you. See live monsters around you and ghouls. Bring your boy beans. <laughs> Have a cocktail from the vampire's blessing. Welcome to Hell on Earth, Satan's Hollow, Manchester's premier rock and live music venue, 101 Princess Street, Manchester. Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Fab Radio. Dio. 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 And welcome back to the final segment of this week's Starburst Radio. 
Wow. So it's gone well. What do we do now? We well, we've been talking about Venom. So what yeah. do we do? We do a review, do we? That, that's that's what people are expecting. Okay. Well, um, I've got to say right now, I thought my burger was brilliant at Frankie and Benny's. <laughs> I thought it was dead good. Yeah, I had a nice steak. Wonderful. Oh, it's wonderful. You know. Look, at the end of the day, I've been saying this movie is going to be a bag of shit. And I've been saying it for a long time. And I said, I get it. Sony want to use their property rights and develop a weird situation where they've got a Spider-Verse. And then at the end of the Marvel contract, they just come over and uh, Tom Holland goes hello i'm back i'm spider-man and oh here's venom i'm gonna beat him and then i'm gonna do that and blah 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 but oh god you know i don't know i was always very skeptical about venom because venom to me was a character that was at his peak when he was a villain in the spider-verse of of marvel comics and he was fighting Spider-Man and Peter Parker and he was a great bad guy. And you had the old costume versus him in his uh, red and blue, you know. Yeah. And that's all I've got to say on it. I mean, I I was never impressed with him beyond that. I loved the character of Venom as a villain in the same way I loved the Joker, the Riddler, Catwoman, etc., as a uh, a villain of Batman. I just viewed him in that way. And then they they clearly got massive sales on those Todd McFarlane Spider-Man comics. Mm. They were absolutely through the roof. It was a possibly the biggest rebirth of Spider-Man that they'd ever seen. And then here we are. They then decide, oh, well, Venom was popular. Let's give him his own comic book, but we can't have him killing people and being horrible. So let's have him as a an anti-hero, you know, yeah. like the Punisher or somebody. Yeah. And to me, I just lost interest at that point. I wasn't bothered. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I totally get yeah. it. Yeah. And, and now all these years you've been hearing about, oh, Venom's going to be on screen you know um i bought a venom her uh, action figure where you put black slime into the back compartment and then you squeeze. put it in his back passage yep yeah, yeah, i did yeah and then you push a lever and then he oozes uh venom out of holes in the front of a, of, of the character yeah was so this, was you, this in an adult shop it wasn't it was in it was in friggin' Odyssey 7 in uh, Manchester, oh, right, yeah. which was uh, like 95 or something. 1995, yeah. I found him interesting, but man, I wouldn't, I really wouldn't have based a movie on him. And then when uh, Raimi was doing Spider Man 3, he, it got imposed upon him that, well, we want some linking with the Sandman and uh, Uncle Ben, so can you make it like he was the guy who killed him? Yeah. Mm. And then I went, oh, God, Jesus, this is the thing where where in DC they needed the person who shot Bruce Wayne's parents to be Joe Chill. 
Yeah. Because because they wanted a, a a person. I thought it was so much stronger that it was a nobody. Yeah. Crime killed his family. Yeah. Crime killed Uncle Ben. Yeah. Yeah. That to me is more powerful than going. It's this guy. Yeah, and the lives fact in this, he lives in this apartment over a shop, and his name's whatever. It, it was yeah. literally yeah. just somebody who was holding somebody up, and he he didn't yeah. stop to help. Yeah. And, and the fact that he didn't stop to help, correct, gave yeah. him that conflict yeah. that made yeah. him become Spider Man. And you don't need to get a revenge plot going on where he tracks down that person, that no. particular person. His war and Batman's war is on crime itself. Mm. Yeah. And and that's the thing where I think it, it just goes really weak. And and then when Spider-Man 3, they impose, oh, you've got to uh, have a link to Uncle Ben's death. So they go, all oh, right, okay, well, we'll make the Sandman was the guy who killed him, you know? And then they go, all right, well, we need Venom in it. Well, why do you need Venom? I've got Sandman. Mm. Oh, well, 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 the kids like Venom. Oh, all right then. You've um, got toys to right, sell. Yeah, and then the next minute you've got the mask scene with um, with Peter Parker doing his act in the karaoke bar, and I'm not going to defend that. By the way, we've all done silly things in karaoke bars, but Ooh. you know, no comment. Indeed, but my God, you know this character, I could give less of a fuck about going into, and. And yet, here we are. We all go out. We're going to go and see Venom. Yeah, it's, so, it's safe so to do say. Do I let you lead? It's, no. it's safe to say our expectations were fairly low. Oh, they were fucking in the basement yeah. and beyond. They really um, were. Yeah. And you know, and to be fair, there's a lot of problems with the film. Yep. And you know, Tom Hardy's is not at his best. I couldn't. I struggled with his accent. Not because he mumbles like he normally does, but because mm. I just thought that was an unrealistic yeah. accent. Yeah. And you can see where there's loads of stuff missing. Yeah. They've they've shot stuff that's, you know, obviously gonna be important, but it's not it's not important for that film. They've they've cut it down so just over ninety minutes. Yeah. And you know, there's no real set pieces of anything like that. The the fight at the end I'm sure we'll both agree on is was a mess. But Enjoyed it. Yeah, no, no. I I was surprised how how much fun I had watching this film. I I was sat there enjoying it. I was upset because I had uh, booked the tickets for the wrong end of the goddamn cinema. And um, if you see what I mean, I uh, I thought that right, it's been taken over by View instead of Odeon, and they. They have the uh, cinema layout as as it is, but they have the it's inverted. So the front row is is up at the top. It mm. used to be the back rows at the back. It's as you would view it, yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah, I got us I got us tickets where they were the suicide seats, weren't they? You know. Um, <laughs> but fortunately, we didn't need it. Yeah. So and it was so, actually quite full. So it was, it was all right, impressive. yeah. Oh, oh, it's very busy, like mm. I say. But I have stuck my neck out and I've said, I still don't think this is going to be enough. I just don't. I, well, I enjoyed it. I thought that uh, Tom Hardy nearly rescued it. 
Yeah, he he was good in it, but I just couldn't really hack his accent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want the figures? Go on for the week for Go the on. weekend. Go on. In America, yeah, eighty million. Shit, that's good. It is the biggest October opening ever. Oh, that's great. That. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's it's twice as much as A Star Is Born, which has been getting all the publicity. Oh, yeah, yeah, of yep. course it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the UK, bearing yeah. in mind we got it two days as a preview oh, okay. thing as well, yeah. 8.3 million. Yeah, that's Again, great. Again, du- du- double A Star Is Born. That's great, that. So that's great. it's the next week that's going to be the struggle, I no, think. No, it is, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I might be wrong. I hope I am, because if I'm wrong, it means that another genre of property has, has done well. Yeah, but and the, Sony are off the up for a little bit longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Sony are in a lot of trouble. They've you, been putting out movies that have lost a fortune lately. And they there's, really there's, have. There's no spoiler involved in this, but there's an extra scene at the very end of the film which previews the animated Jesus into Christ. the Spider-Verse. Oh, it was so lame, that. Really? Meanwhile, meanwhile, Not... in another movie that we're going to bring out... Yeah, but that, that, the actual clip was good, though. Oh, no, no. I'm not knocking the movie but and the clip. I'm just knocking the fact, the fact that, that, that they... they yeah, you get to the end of it, and it's like, meanwhile, somewhere else, in a completely unconnected way... But do you think this is a, this, this is a cynical thing where they thought if the, if people know this is there, they're looking forward to that. Yeah. It's like when they put the Phantom Menace trailer on with oh, something. I get it. I get it. I, I are, they, totally are people going to yeah. come just for that? And if we I, put it right at the end, they've got to sit through it all. I I totally get it. I don't I do. think I don't think you know that their numbers are because of that. Right. But, well, I give this a six out of ten. Yeah, a six is very, very good. And I was expecting about a six out of ten, so it's I the was, same. I was know. expecting yeah. three or four. Yeah, it's better than I thought it'd be, I guess, but it's Well, you'd still... have to go five, six then. Yeah, maybe. I was expecting a five and it's a six. It's yeah. not a great deal, but, but Tom it's, Hardy, it's, they're it's, very lucky. It's worth, it's worth seeing, yeah. Oh, he, um, he rescued it and it is worth seeing, yeah. I just like to see... What's not there? Oh yeah, and absolutely. you know, and, and, yeah. and again, we you've mentioned it yourself, but not on air yet, and yeah. I'm sure you will. That that end scene should not have been in the flipping trailer. Jesus Christ, it's absolutely gobsmacking to me that you can put a trailer with the end scene of yeah. the film and spo- in it. spoiler, but you've already seen it anyway. So yeah, there's nothing I can do. I mean, do you you've seen it? and then you get to the end of the film and you go, it's that bad that you think, well, this won't be the end of the film because this is in the trailer. And then you go, oh, shit, yeah. never mind. I thought they'd drop that scene. I Dear thought that was one of the me. scenes that, that hit the floor. And, you know, I thought that's good because... Dear me, dear me. Well, we've got loads of emails, so right, we need to... Go on, mo- motor through them. Then. Right, Donnie is saying, hi, guys, agree that Halloween 3 is by far the best sequel. Good. You see, there we go. He's oh. he's on board. Have you I see. have you apologised to Donny that we keep missing him in the trash? I did the yeah. other week. Last that's all right. Week, that's all right. Then. I did. No, no. I did. No, I was and, working and for now you. Now I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching the. Uh, I've been looking at the junk. Junkie. You've been looking at Donny's tonight. junk. Yeah, I have been looking at his junk, and uh, I seem to remember. It was horribly cut for video back in the day. It was it especially was. the the scene with the, uh, the mask. Yeah. The lady in the uh, the hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, but always aired on BBC Uncut. Yeah. Mike, did you know that Roger Moore's Live and Let Die diary has been reissued recently? A fantastic read, an amazing time capsule of excesses of 70s film production. Strangely, though, he never mentions his love of cock. Oh, God, Donnie really knows. He really knows what's going on here at Starburst, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear that. I really can't. Yeah, um, that's so, a great book as well. I've still got the original paper. Well, we've got Russ Unsworth now. Oh, God. Evening, chaps. As our kid will vouch, Halloween was a big part of my childhood, having yep. been uh, bet £1 to watch it from my older brother, only to rewind and watch again instantly. Halloween free, pure genius, and the uncut version was a treat. And you can't think about Halloween now without the silver shamrock theme starting in your head. Yep. I agree. That's Halloween totally. season. Yeah. yeah. So my question is would you welcome a remake of Halloween Three? No, I can in, I can instantly say no to you d- that. You don't need it. On Doctor Pooh, sorry, the whole thing <laughs> felt like a children film foundation film, more glitterball than Doctor Who. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but look what we've had to put up with though for years. I mean, my God. Anyway, P.S. Check out my flashback meeting today. Tweeted. There you go. I don't know what right. that is. We'll have, have to, to we'll explain have to, we'll that. We'll have to try and find yep. that. Yep. And Mount is saying, uh, yes, I agree, Re Peter Capaldi, a great actor, one of the finest to have played the role, But and I honestly feel desperately sad that he walked away from the series having been unpopular with a general audience for reasons nothing to do with him. I genuinely don't like to think that he had three years in his dream role and it didn't work out due to terrible writing, mismanaged characterization, and appalling creative choices and for the experience the the experience wasn't what he'd imagined it would be for most of his life poor bugger, and as for Matt Smith he wasn't familiar with the show or character, told by Moffat that the Doctor is a madman with a box, which he isn't and so he played up that wacky wizard persona. He was sold, right, I'm out of here. And and I agree with him on, on all that. I think that Matt Smith, if he'd have been given the role and explained what, mm. you know... It's all what, about direction, it's all about else, what this... Yeah, I think he could have been good. And uh, Capaldi, he just had the worst stories in the history of the show to deal with and he had to get through them and it's such a bloody shame it really is Loz is saying well it's time for bed for me work is a bitch but according to my reckoning you guys are due for a break but please next time don't leave it for six months or so yes I'm waiting for like a kid for the new series but fuck me last time was too effing long good night Loz so he's just swore and then not swore in the same sentence. Yeah, but I'm I'm sort of editing oh. as well. Yeah, Holly's saying, <laughs> is there anything I should look for in the winter Netflix or Amazon? I mean, or even BBC? What 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 should we tell Holly to watch? Oh God, uh, have you watched The Handmaid's Tale yet? I haven't. No. Well, you should, Holly. It's great. It's absolutely <laughs> brilliant. And um, if you like Breaking Bad remotely, you should be up to date with Better Call Saul. 
I'm. I finished. Oh, this... pre- I finished Preacher. That's well worth watching. Okay, I've not watched that yet. I'm about to catch that. And um, Maniac. Maniac is good. Oh, is that, is it's that good. Anything to do with the uh, William Lustig film? Oh no, no it's not. not quite, I know no. it's not. But 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 it's good. Simon says Venom was amazing. End of. Although mm. never read the comic. That's fair, and the, you know, there you go. It could be that the audience are not comic book fans. That's fine, though, isn't it? They're all tomato yeah, fans. That's fine, that isn't it? There's nothing wrong with that. So, so Simon, I'm glad that you enjoyed a night at the movies. That's what we are here for you to do. Yeah. And oh, I think our last email. Oh no, it's a repeat of that one. You must have sent it twice, Simon. So, so good, he sent it twice. Indeed. So we're all done on that one. Yeah. Um, and we've got five minutes to go. Should we do a so quick... Go on. We've got Horror Channel. Go on, My then. My recommendations for this weekend. Go for it. If you're doing nothing else. Go on, then. Stay up on Friday night till 20 past 12. Blimey. You don't have to work tomorrow. Past the witching hour. Yep. The wonderful Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, John it's, Carpenter's it's so good, uh, it's so classic. Good. The scene in the lift yep. is worth waiting the whole film for. Anyway... Brilliant, and another quick one. Saturday, nine o'clock. Hannibal Rising. Yep, yeah. Which is the uh, origin story. It's not as good as the others, and unfortunately, since we've had Hannibal the TV series, all the films have been forgotten. Yeah, so it's just rubbish, isn't it? But this is it's well worth seeing. So is it? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not sure. But tune in anyway. But I'm all right because we're being paid to say it's good. No, we're not. I'm only joking. I'm certainly not being paid to do it. Wink, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm no, I. Um, I so, so buttons, right? Well, there we go. That's that. So, Alien TV series. Yeah. How shit will that be? Yeah, and that's all we know about that as well. Yeah. That they're room, they're yeah. rumouring to yeah. do a TV series. Yeah. And it's going to be Bobbins. Yeah, basically. You you had a really good film, and yes, there are some people who don't like the sequel that are a bit weird, but, you know, that's it. You had two really successful movies. You got um, David Fincher to do a third one who's visually amazing, and he's a great director, but he did a movie that nobody really liked, and then the fir- the fourth one was written by Joss Whedon, and that bombed as well. And then you had a load of Alien versus Predator movies, and then you had Prometheus that people went to see, and they went, oh, well, it's not Alien enough, and then uh, it bombed, and then you went to see Alien Covenant, and it was too alien. And then that bombed, and then it's all a bunch of shit, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Anything involving Alien past 1985... Past, you need ni- to just past go... 1979, might right, as well forget. Right. D- d- right. Give people a pass on the other one, because yeah. I'm talking about success, not it's, about yeah, your personal it's, it's taste. All right. yeah, it's all yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, after that point, just... They've wiped their hands and moved on, and that's all there is to it. What a despicable turn of events this is! And and I loved. I I was looking for news articles to write for the show tonight, so I thought, oh well, I'll come in geared up. And then I I literally saw Ridley Scott raised by wolves, 
Yep. As a as that, a that, as a news article, and I thought, that's Christ, like a, that explains a few things. It's a Romulus and Remus type thing. Jesus Christ, <laughs> is he admitting at long last? Yeah. Yeah. I, I. God, isn't it annoying? He 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 doesn't want anything to do with Blade Runner. He doesn't want anything to do with Alien. He goes off doing loads of stuff. He does loads of movies, and then finally he goes, right, I'm going to go back to Alien, and then he fucks it off a cliff. He literally launches the franchise off a cliff. I'd notice uh, Hovis haven't got him to do an advert either, so oh, the, their sales would probably go down if he did oh, that. Oh, God <laughs> almighty. God almighty. I just don't know. I, I loved um, Ridley Scott. I hope people get that reference, are. by the way. They will. They yeah. will. It's a very well shot, a very well shot advert, wasn't in it? Fact, eh? In fact, before we go, you could put it in now. Last stop on round would be old Ma Peggotty's place. Twas like taking bread to the top of the world. It was a grand ride back though. I knew Baker at Avcattle on and doorsteps about always ready. There's wheat German that loaf, he'd say. Get it inside your boy, and you'll be going up that hill as fast as you come down. Though this still has many times more wheat germ than ordinary bread. It's as good for you today as it's always been. And there you go. Yeah. You see? So, well, we're gone, we're done. Yes. And this is it. I've been Mike. And he's been Martin, and we will see you next week. Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's so dark in mythology Treasures of history To be found Near the legends of time Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester.